Welcome, foolish mortals, to Awful Neutral. Hello and welcome to the final episode of Awful New- Awful Neutral Season 1. It's been a hell of a ride and uh, with me, as always, for his final time, final rodeo, is Dave Callens as... No more rodeos? I was not told about this. Oh my god, rodeo Jesus. Free. Yeah, we're... Right. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, we'll fix it in post. Our, um, our next campaign is uh, going to be set in a big city, not like a country, so no rodeos. <laughs> like maybe a cat rodeo? For like that's, that's really kind of a fashion thing. Do the cats get to wear the hat? Like the so little cowboy even hat? more like Kevin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. ah. <laughs> Perfect. Speaking of which, uh, yes, Kevin Noble Tabaxi Paladin, Great. natural surface, and Salvador Viesca as as Clint Beicher. Uh, the name badges I just noticed are uh, slightly rearranged. Uh. <laughs> we kept having issues in Discord. So today I'm going to be playing Clint. This is a wig. Uh, um, no, I was, no. I was Lothario de la Pulga. It was an honor serving oh, yeah, myself uh, <laughs> and serving my self-interest and, um, meeting myself just had a blast and I'm just buying time till Damien. Uh, <laughs> That's great. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm fixing it right now. Um, I'm Sarah Lee Steiner. <laughs> uh, but uh, keeping it real for our audio only listeners, Sarah Lee Steiner, uh, who will you be playing today? Um, I will be playing Lothario de la Pulga. Yeah, you're playing Sal. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> been finally waiting four years for this moment. I'm so excited. I'm going to fuck up everything. I'm sorry. I can't curse in the first 10 minutes. See? Ruined it all. Damn. Oops. <laughs> um, Very Gertrude of you. I know. Um, I'm gonna be playing Dutch Road. Uh, I'm trying to talk about her without cursing because we're trying to fulfill the live stream Prophecy. agreement that we're not gonna curse in the first seven minutes. Eight seconds. Eight seconds. Eight seconds. So we made away. it. Fuckity fuck fuck. Wow. Fuck, fuck Gertrude. She's a shit bag. Oh, I did not agree yeah. to be on such a filthy podcast, guys. <laughs> Awful neutral after dark. You know, well, good. Good news Next week. Good news is we're. It'll, did I cut out? You're good. You're Briefly. Good. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah, a little bit. Keyboard. Let's keep rolling. I hit the cord. Listen, oh, okay. recording from home is so hard once we have a nice studio. Like we had last week. For those of you who don't know, our studio space flooded. So we had to revert back to home studio. If you <laughs> yeah. want to donate, Wait, we have to go. Surprisingly, that was not up, because of Gertrude's IBS. Yeah. It was yeah. not my fault. Let <laughs> the record show that yes. Dave Callens refused to flush before the live stream started, and I blame him. Where did that come from, by the way? That was like a running joke last week. Because <laughs> it was you saying you didn't flush the toilet. No, from? someone said that to me, and I was like, sure, why not? No. <laughs> Let's that's why that you don't joke. guess, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of which, uh, I was going to wait, but uh, certainly brought it up. Uh, um, we were, If you were, were uh, tuning in last week on the stream, uh, we were recording from our brand new studio. But if you didn't know, because you're not a San Diego resident, San Diego um, experienced the wrath of God uh, that night after we left. And uh, literally 24 hours after we left the studio, um, that entire building flooded under four and a half feet of water. Um 
Uh, uh, you don't think it was anything we said on the podcast that did it's it. because we didn't have enough viewers. Well, I mean, <laughs> there are a lot of storm gods we failed to pray to every episode. I think we did ask this, mm. you know, Torm. Well, we, Torm only we've asked been... for a goat a year, and we're not even giving him that, so we have no right to complain. We kept saying streaming so many times that we flooded uh, everything. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I uh, actually heard that we we left the stream on. And it just kept on, uh, just so kept the, on streaming in it. It wasn't even water; it was data. I just <laughs> yeah. wanted morphine data. Did we cross the streams? <laughs> like the sticky yeah. bandits in Home Alone. Like for some reason, they just flood. Like, why the are you doing bandits. this? The wet bandits. The wet um, bandits. Oh, oh, that's the second one. There's a sticky yeah, bandits. Sticky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their mo, oh. advances. I like, I like the idea yeah. of characters who don't who uh, uh, change their mo. Um, yeah. And I also like that they're immortal because Kevin, try as he might, could not kill any of those guys. <laughs> Throwing bricks off three-story buildings, nothing. Yeah. So, which came first, the wet or the sticky? I think I missed that. Wet, wet well, first, let man. me tell you about sex ed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm waiting. So that whole thing. So, she? So if anybody would like to, uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll post the uh, uh, a link to um, uh, GoFundMe. On our socials, uh, if you guys want to uh, donate to San Diego's Finest, they're a studio that uh, uh, was working with us, gave us a chance, and um, I'd like to think because of us and our uh, atheism towards storm gods, we caused this. So uh, uh, jump on and support uh, San Diego's uh, or uh, Finest City. Um, it's San Diego made factory flood damage 2024. It's yeah. in the chat right now. And the good news is they're at 29,000 of the 50,000 goal. In about a week, just under a week. So hopefully we'll, we'll be back at it in the studio of some kind soon enough. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, next week we have plans uh, to be back in the studio uh, live again. Uh, we're going to keep grappling with it. Uh, thank you for your patience. And uh, Is that what we're calling your living room? Is a studio? That's <laughs> Tax write-off, baby. <laughs> Can I've we use your dogs? I my OnlyFans in there. It's my studio. Yeah. Let's call mm. the dog interns. Let's call your living room a studio. Yeah. Uh, nose Let's call ourselves a success. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, moving right along, Mr. Jesse Egan, who will you be oh. playing today? I'll be playing Chatteronymous Q. Bingsley, y'all. That's Chudley. Chew rat. And I'm glad <laughs> to be here in, in my own closet again. Where there's no flooding. <laughs> And Clint Weiser, uh, tell us who you're going to be. Hi, I will be the reason the podcast was late today. Uh, my technical difficulties were the cause. And I will also be Chet Bland Kate here, uh, also known as Artificarian. I like making robot people. <laughs> and uh, I am your dungeon master, Damian Mercado. And if you're noticed that I'm a little slow uh, today, uh, uh, just know because... Uh, I was in the ER. paint chips. I was in the ER till five for eating paint chips. They had to pump all the lead chip paints out of my stomach. All lead chips out of my stomach. Uh, no, I had a I had a, a an emergency. I uh, got pumped full of steroids. I was coughing it up. So uh, uh, thank you for bearing with me as uh, as uh, I, we are doing our best to cope with a very rough week. Uh, <laughs> well, let's get started. Um, you guys have just saved the world, the universe. All, in fact, many realities. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. Typical Tuesday. Unfortunately, yeah. not the reality where San Diego flooded. We did not save that yeah, one. Yeah, we, we the that. one we've missed. We so, saved the MCU, the DCU, the Disney U. <laughs> 
So did you really save, if we couldn't save the studio, was it even worth it? Um, nope. <laughs> uh, I traded it all for the studio. <laughs> you don't know how, um, you don't know how uh, the, run a other, podcast. how the other worlds are reacting to this, but you do know that in Oklahoma, uh, the, the, uh, the city where Bertrand Sandville is the steward for the rightful governor, who has just returned, Chud Bingsley, an impromptu kind of world party. Think of it like a, a Matrix, the day they defeated the machines, all the humans and machines are dancing in the streets. Um, it is kind of an impromptu, uh, histor historians would later refer to it as an impromptu flame festival, as genuine uh, with Pops Layata brought the party and catered for as many people as they could. Um, and it is there in that celebration uh, that we are going to pick up. Uh, all of the the power players are there. Uh, Bertrand, even Lothario, you can kind of, even though she's like an expert rogue, like she'll, you'll kind of see her. Like if somebody walks by, you'll see Lothario's mom looking at giving it uh, an approving stare at Lothario. And then somebody yeah, else the, walks by and she disappears. The chanclas are on her feet. She's yeah. not even thinking of them, <laughs> flinging them at anyone. Weapons are not at the ready. <laughs> no. They're not even in their chancla holsters. The proudest <laughs> she's ever been. Of you. What's yeah. everybody doing at this party? At this um, at this rager? Uh, uh, you know, of course, ponies playing in the background. Genuine. Um, <laughs> it's the one song on loop for like four hours, and no one minds. <laughs> the extended remix. The song. Like it's they don't. Yeah. He doesn't have to do anything else here in Sostaria. <laughs> I mean, uh, I know Chet Blanquet in robot form is. Uh, it has a stranger who is wearing New Balances. He kind of has them cornered in uh, at the party. Uh, so here's the other benefits of having a robot body. I really highly <laughs> recommend it. Um, I can turn off my emotions. You know all those times where you you'd blow your top. You can just go flip. I feel fine. It's amazing. And just can, going on is, about is uh, different there, benefits to a, a robot body. She is not. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, there's this kind of, if anybody, nobody else has anything to add, uh, they, you know, everybody's parting, but, you know, just because there, there's a lot of rebuilding to do, and just because the world is saved, a lot of the power structures that kind of led to the world to be this way, as far as you guys are know, so you guys are kind of planning what the next move is, or at least uh, some of the more responsible people are doing that at the party. Like, they're, they're planning cleanup the next day. All right, how are we going to do cleanup? Um, yeah. And it is that moment that um, Chad Privilegington VII, uh, noted influencer in this world, uh, <laughs> burst in, and he has, uh, he has a ton of his, uh, like they look like uh, gym bros, carrying in like sacks and sacks of gold. Uh, they're, they're, they're dispersing it. He's throwing it up in the air. They're throwing it at people. And, um, <laughs> and he's like, he like has his Rocky talkie up, like he's streaming the whole thing. I got to... Goes, that's, that's right, Chaz privileging the seventh uh, year, bro. Uh, yeah, I just got uh, I just got uh, Christmas Carol by three ghosts last night who scared the shit out of me, uh, and they all had like Hellraiser stuff. It's apparently some dude named Lothario de la Pulga. I think they're throwing a party for him here now, like uh, rescued my ancestor in hell from being like cut up and like, uh, yeah, he like basically has tortured me till he got me to give away my money, which is actually kind of a blessing because like. I don't really want to be rich. What I want to be is an influencer with my alpha bros. And that's, you know, money's not the way to power. Being an alpha dog in gym time is the way to power. And this is the stream going on uh, in the background as people are throwing around money. Um, uh, you don't take it with you, bro. You don't take it with you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't take gains with you either, bro, but you still do it. Yeah. 
All you leave behind is the memories. <laughs> the real gains are the friends we made along the way. Um, uh, Bertrand Sandville, uh, during this party, um, uh, everybody start thinking about uh, what you want to do uh, uh, after this party in the, in the time to come. Uh, Tifi, uh, Bertrand Sandville approaches you. Mm-hmm. Tifi, Tifi, I'm glad I caught He's a little buzzed. Tifi, I'm, I'm, so he's like stumbling up to you. I've, I've done a ton of things. Good job. You're, you're a hero. Thank you. Uh, by the way, you are in your, um, your, uh, underwear. Uh, Warforged body, correct? Correct. Uh, Proudly. Which is underwear. His <laughs> metal underwear. Tifi, I was going to wait till after the party to a sensitive subject, but I got a little bit of liquid courage in me. Somebody spiked the oatmail. So I'm. You want to ask it. me to do, the, do, to, to do the robot dance? He's doing an old uh, man's robot dance. Anything for you. <laughs> Love it when he does that. Oh, sorry. I somebody might have put some DMT in my oatmeal, too. Oh, oh. Domo irrigato. <laughs> Anybody know where to get more of this oatmeal? <laughs> uh, I, Pops Lay Otter brings out another thing of party oatmeal. It says no kids. I'll take some of that. <laughs> Give me doubles. D- a double up, Pops. Thank you. <laughs> what can I do for you, Mr. Sandman? I can make oatmeal cool again. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why um, so many hot dogs. Is that what it? you wanted to come to say to me about uh, the oatmeal? No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm tripping balls here. Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> oh you got oh. into the Gertrude Dander. <laughs> he gets lost in a second just thinking about his ex-wife. Kind of, he starts licking his lips, too, in like a really uncomfortable yeah. way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's kind of the least likable moment that Bertrand Sandville has had. Oh, no. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a little, little fucked up right now. You know, I got to tell you, <laughs> you're one of my favorite ex-son-in-laws. <laughs> my top favorite ex-son-in-laws. I wish I had known you while you were married. Well, thanks, thanks. You, 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 you would have been a great father-in-law. You and I could have sat there and talked about uh, the issues, really hashed it out. Mmm, yes. I uh, think I have some stuff to do. Um. Yes, I was, I was a little... No, nobody threatened me with a shotgun when I married Gertrude. I felt I felt very invalidated as a husband who married uh, somebody from your... Uh, uh, I think trashy is, is the culture. Uh, <laughs> Gertrude's culture, not, not yours, per se. Um, Crashy baby will eat. Uh, I'm sorry about being rude, but uh, I need to ask you, Tiffy, what are we going to do with all these Warforged? Um, oh, I'm totally I'm going to revamp them and sell them to people to be their, their new bodies. Well, I wanted to talk to you about because I think there are some grave ethical concerns. Because I, I technically, <laughs> I looked into it, I technically own all of them since they are my design. <laughs> Yes, and that, that is certainly something to look about. So, I think we have. I think we need to decide what we're going to do because these are divisive figures. On one hand, uh, they are they are they are they're powered by elven souls. As a matter of fact, um, you know many of the many of the uh, the warforged are starting to you know, like. There's like a couple of warforged around who are, you know, uh, servants. You know, maybe in part of your uh, things you're working on. They're like, why do I have memories of <laughs> being a dwarf? Why do I hate? Why do I have a racial hatred towards orcs? Why do I remember being a skilled craftsman? Why is this JFK? I love stone. <laughs> I Why have a lot of studying to do. So, so I mean, I mean theoretically, if, I mean, we all, I mean, we live in a, a world where souls clearly exist. Uh, I was thinking either, you know, you we have your solution of just, you know, turning them into some sort of market enterprise. Uh, we also could, uh, I was thinking, what, you know, what if, what if, you know, we either A, uh, you uh, were to uh, to work with you, you. You're the only Warforge I know who has uh, who has uh, you know come full circle. Has 
has learned to appreciate himself and started a new life as a Warforged. I was thinking, what if you were just some sort of counselor to, uh, to help Warforged to want to, uh, you know, not be a robot anymore? Or uh, maybe uh, we just uh, deactivate them all and allow them to go to their personal heavens that they all pray to. You know, I think uh, we could do a... Um... I, I wanted to go into your accent for a little bit there. I do him in my verbal chameleon. If I'm, if I, yes. if I'm in Wisconsin uh, for a day, I start saying it And also, my, my vocal processors can make any voice. So it's like just really easy to go into different ones. And it's, uh, it's kind of a blessing and a curse. The top 1% of people have all the voices. The top 1% yeah, you know? percent. Well, anyways, um, yeah, I think we do a case-by-case basis then. I'll counsel them, see if uh, the new soul can either come forward or if it um, is being tortured in a hell of loss and confusion. And then and we'll take care of those ones. All right, um, all right, well, if, uh, well, I mean, just so you know, it's going to be very hard to uh, to get the, you know, uh, the world's healing right now, but there's a lot of hatred towards these Warforged. I think you were heading up some sort of, uh, I don't know, just spitballing Department of Warforged Relations. Mm. That's a long way. Uh, and you can handle the department there, and you say you're going to uh, to to uh, uh, counsel them as they come to you, or will you seek them out? As they, you know, uh, as, you know, many of them, you know, I, I, I don't really know, but there were enough therapy in this world, but I would imagine that help is something that uh, your, your average sentient being has trouble asking for, let alone uh, an autonomous automaton. Let, let me explain something. I lived two lifetimes as my arch enemy dealing with these robots. So actually, um, on the second round, I had the foresight to build in some, some, uh, fail safes into the robots. So I already have them all set to come in. Okay. And uh, in the time from this, from this, uh, you know, in the year, 10 years, 20 years, what do you, what do you do? How do you see that we're going your, your job as a chief warforged uh, minister? Well, for, for one thing, uh, one of the earliest uh, things that he does is he tries to get, uh, one conversation with Gertrude um, that like, uh, hey, we just saved the world conversation. And uh, he'll say, Gertrude, I have something I have to tell you. Are you pregnant? (laughs) I've actually been a time cop this whole time. (laughs) Uh, I'm from the far distant future and I was sent back to save your mother's life. And in that, I ended up falling in love with Miss Blanche Poubel. And I became your father, sent back from the future. It's like a quantum leap reboot. <laughs> you kidding, but I did take me. acting classes while I was L. Ron Hubbard a couple times. Yeah, no, I wasn't sent back from the future. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? You mean to tell me that my whole life I have had one motto fuck 12. And you come in here, and you just, without me knowing, betray my motto, my life. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Hey, let me put it this way. We don't know each other, and it'd be cool to get to know you. But if you never want to know me, that's cool, too. Um, I do have a present for you. I can make you a fairy. You know your lifelong dream to become a fairy? I can build you a fairy body. 
Just saying. Daddy's got you. If you want, I can make you a, ra- a, a robot fairy body. Okay, moving on. Anything else you want to say to me? Real tempting. Real tempting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to my therapist, and then I'm going to get back to you. because um, robot therapist? I think I'm supposed to be, like, too. enforcing healthy boundaries for this relationship, and then, you know, you're just you're gifting me. I feel like it continues this narcissistic abuse dynamic that I've hey, been trying not, to break away from. I'm not from. exactly trying to buy your love, but... You literally if just I offered could. to completely change my body into my dream after you told me that you've betrayed my most inner th- motto of creed of life and code of life. We trust no cops. Yeah, you know, I was kidding the whole time. You missed the part. I you were too enraged. I I was uh, <laughs> too enraged. I said I took acting classes. I wasn't actually from the future. That was just a joke, honey. I'm bad at jokes. You're bad at at being a dad. That's what it is. You're a bad father. I own that. Um, For a while, I was like, it's not my fault. I was forced into a life of not being around you and um, changed into a robot against my will and everything. But, hey, that's the past. I love being a robot, and I think you would, too. That's all. Yeah. That's all I really care about, baby. Don't don't call me baby. Oh, okay. I mean, and you are my baby, though. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna puke. I'm wearing New Balances. <laughs> they're the old, they're the only shoes that come in double wide. Daddy has a wide foot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a robot. I don't need to be wearing shoes. I'm still wearing New yeah. Balance. I was gonna say you, you, you can make out. your own body, and you choose a body that has double wide feet. Orthopedic <laughs> 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 shoes. Hey, he's great in the ocean. <laughs> those also, flippers, come on. He also weighs like 900 the rust. pounds, so like it really yeah, wears sick. through those new bounces very fast. I'm dense. <laughs> I'm a dense boy. Um, Tifi, um, in, in the years following this night, so, uh, you know, with that relationship with Gertrude, you know, that sounds like about the best daddy-daughter interaction, but compared to where we're coming from, we're that's the road to healing we're on. <laughs> um... Now, uh, Tifi, um, how do you spend the years? Uh, one of the charges of your um, of your position is that every Warforge has to be interacted with uh, in some yeah. way. Yeah. So I would imagine it takes a little bit, you know, through the years, and, and if you, there's other little adventuring things, um, you know, you could knock those out. But um, I I systematically uh, spend time. Uh, assessing them and running tests and, um, you know, having them write out surveys that I write out. And I first identify the people, the robots that will most likely be able to become therapists themselves. And I focus (laughs) on uh, fixing them first. So then I I create an army of Warforged therapists for Warforged because uh, mental health is important. What percentage of the Warforged do you think like um, wanted to go to their afterlife of, of dwarf, dwarven or elven afterlife versus Warforged who wanted to who, who wanted to make a go of it versus their new body? Um, I think based on uh, it was A.A. Ron Hubbard's uh, technology that merged these souls because a lot of them aren't even singular souls. They're like merged souls. And so there's a, about 37 uh, percent that wasn't it wasn't a good thing about. Yeah. 
as you thirty six point four percent, so it's about thirty seven. I, I, I like the idea that you're the uh, Jaime Escalante of like, you know, I have to reach these Warforged. You're going along. And so maybe like <laughs> you, 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 uh, you just got done converting the last and counseling the last of, um, of a group of like really hard to get to Warforged, you know, um, but you did it. Uh, and as you were leaving the city, you were um, maybe even on your jetpack uh, flying uh, back <laughs> to Duke's court like Rocket Man. Uh, at that point in your Terminator vision, uh, there's a song there. There's a song there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we can't license it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in your Terminator vision, uh, you notice uh, catastrophic failure power source, catastrophic failure power source. You see, you see like the little battery, you like, you like your Iron Man vision, like your, the power is being mm. warning, warning. Um, you um, actually crash out of the sky. Like you, your, 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 your rocket hits the ground and you go tumbling. Um, your uh, Warforged body tumbles end over end. Uh, you're there for a little bit till finally uh, uh, you're, you power down. And that's he drops a shit ton of gold rings like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, and? And <laughs> it is at that point that uh, you're staring down at your Warforged body. Uh, you look at your hand, though, and you're, you can see your elven hand. Mm. Uh, and um, uh, that is when Ogma appears. We're sorry, darling. These Warforged bodies never give out unless it's an act of God or something. Ugh. So nobody, they, they really built these things to last. You and AA want to do a fantastic job. Hmm. Yeah. What's uh, going on, bud? Well, this is cool. You've lived I like a lot this. of lives, and uh, truth be told, there's a lot of pressure to, 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 you know, you've done a lot of good, you've done a lot of bad. There's a lot of pressure to kind of get you off this plane, darling. All right, but don't worry, um, you know, and and don't think you're coming with me, darling. You that burned this bridge a long time ago. Unfortunately, when you died, mm. your soul, uh, when you your your former master was Osmodius, king of hell, and when he died, there was no claim to your soul. But guess what? There's a claim now, and they really want you back, darling. Oh no! And it's at that point that like. Um, a, like, have you guys seen the Frighteners? Like a giant worm, like uh, that's only a view, viewable through the other world, bursts out of the ground. Um, and standing in the mouth is one Miss Blanche Poobell. Jenny! She looks like <laughs> a super metal version of herself, and that she has like big horns coming, like two horn, like ram's horns coming out the, the front of her head. Uh, there is like a crown of fire above her head, and in her pocket, you can see that uh, she has this bright gold. Uh, pe- like a contract, like a King Triton and Ursula had from uh, uh, <laughs> Little Mermaid. Jenny. Oh, Jenny, I've missed you so much. I'm sorry, I had to summon you back. <laughs> Guess what? Hell is the new leader. Guess who's in charge? Hmm. Knowing my baby. Uh... She puts her hand out to you and guides you onto the worm, the disgusting worm, which looks disgusting from the outside, but inside, kind of nice. Leather seats. <laughs> it's like being on a really nice elevator. You're going to love it in there, Chetty. <laughs> yeah, I got a, a really brand nice new, <laughs> got a brand new calzone hovel in hell. In fact, as you well, go down, that is the first thing you notice is that as you're going down through hell, hell looks completely Every layer different. has a calzone, uh, calzone hovel. <laughs> it is all one giant Mall of America calzone hovel. 
<laughs> you see, the contract Blanche has just says that she needs to provide a place for uh, souls that didn't live well and needs to um, to find a way to deal with these souls. Now, the pre Osmodius was a fallen angel who loved torturing mortals. But truth be told, mm. Blanche Pubel, most of the people she knows are mortals. And so Blanche Pubel has kind of created a system of restorative justice in hell. In fact, as you uh, descend... It's my heaven! Uh, you descend down, uh, and uh, the, the uh, Avernus, which used to be the uh, the wastelands of hell, is now like kind of a long line, like getting into an... Like there are a bunch of people with like buzzers just waiting to get in. Um, <laughs> like Applebee's? There's a hostess. <laughs> you see a hostess that's a, that's a giant, um, angry-looking druid, and it says, Hello, my name is Brundwell, <laughs> former governor of Mal- Oklahoma, trainee, host, host trainee. Hello, how many in your party? I hope um, David wrote like downer endings for all of us, like Requiem for a Dream. We're all just like... <laughs> hell doesn't hell was a bad place, but this this place actually seems pretty nice. Hell was a bad place because the owners made it a bad place. Uh, this mm. is a place where like you see people becoming better, people improving, people and the scrapple everywhere. And the and the scrapple is never it's it's it's, it's always real scrapple. It's not uh, uh, it's not uh, a ground up. A possum and raccoon that I found that wasn't even hit by a car that I just appropriated. Yeah. That was my own it's, recipe, quote unquote, scrapple. And the Diet Pepsi is actually Diet Pepsi. <laughs> and, and the waterfalls are substantially less viscous. Yeah. And the snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, not, it's not some sort of animal ejaculate coming through stuff. It's, it's, it's actual water, salt water. It's a beautiful place. We actually give people something to hope for down here. People from, heavens, people from the heavens vacation here. <laughs> you made Florida. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, uh, I can finally retire. In fact, we're going to go ahead and stop there. Uh, Gertrude. Okay. Oh, gosh. We'll be back. <laughs> Gertrude, what yes. do you see? Uh, what, what happens after the party, after this conversation with your dad? I have a few things lined up, but what do you picture? I picture myself calling a hotline for victims of bad father abuse and talking to a counselor of like, he can offer me the one thing I've always truly wanted to be a fairy. Do I do it? Should I do it? I don't know. I need advice. I need, I need somebody. I need, I want to summon Jeremy Cricket for advice. (laughs) Yeah, the, you, you hang up the phone with the Miss Cleo sounding psychic lady. <laughs> I have a very offensive voice. I can't. <laughs> and she just uh, hangs up. Uh, Jeremy Cricket. Well, howdy, Gertrude. I think that sounds like a mighty good deal, but this, but healing is your journey. All I can do is say that the fact that you're even talking about this and seeking help from others is a positive step. Regret this immediately. You're disgusting. Ah. No, don't unsummon me. It's so painful. Ah! <laughs> Why are you so cheerful and happy? I want you to be full of bitterness like me. It's gotten me so far in life. Look at these frown lines. They're beautiful. Uh, you say that, but at that point, your rocky talkie is blowing up. Um, at least you look, check your phone, and uh, at least every one of your exes has uh, who's still alive has sent you, except for Bertrand, who's there, who's just kind of, like, passed out. He's, like, vomiting in a trash can. Suck it up, wimp. <laughs> I, got over, I overserved myself on oatmeal. Just one second. 
Um, uh, blowing up, uh, you know, hey, hey, uh, hero of the world, you up? Hey, sexiest ex-wife I've ever had. Um, as a matter of fact, um, cut to... Not sexiest wife, mind you, just sexiest ex-wife. They're, they're just laying on the sugar. <laughs> Who cares if it's true, you know? Um, it feels good to be wanted. That's all that matters. <laughs> In fact, um, you, you, you know, you, you're enjoying all the attention you're getting as, as one of the heroes of the universe. Um, in fact, we flash forward to you're on the Feywild and the on the set of the Gary Winter Show, um, which uh, you guys have been on before. <laughs> and it's just kind of a montage. Uh, like you know, the first time you're there, it's uh, 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 like it says at the uh, at the uh, on the Chiron at the bottom. Uh, I help. I have eleven ex husbands who all want me back. And like you know, like up the panel of chairs, uh. you see Cletus Weiner, Oscar Mayer, Bertrand. Sanford. I need you, Gertie. <clears throat> I need that dandruff back. <laughs> Sean, like I was saying, Gary, it's so hard to be pulled in so many directions and just decide what truly is the best route for me. As a as a winner, as a hero, I need to set an example for young women out there who don't have people or role models to look up to, and they look up to me. Because I'm a great person. She takes a huge track. She doesn't smoke anymore. She, she spits. So she spits. Tobacco. I take, I just put more Copenhagen into my mouth <laughs> upper, as I say this. Upper lip and bottom lip. And then these 11 men fight over who gets to hold my spit jar. Yeah, that, that. I want to hold it. I'll kill you for that spit jar. Get out of my face. I love Gertie. You hear a bottle break? <laughs> All right, only one of us lives and gets Gertrude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a big scrum on the on the uh, Gary Winter stage. Um, it cuts to also, you know, like uh, it cuts to another time you're sitting on the stage and it's uh, uh, Gert uh, re reuniting with my long lost sister, which I hate. And it shows, you know, uh, Lenore coming out, taking yeah. her earrings off and like just another brawl on stage. Um, Gertrude, you actually become a fan favorite character. You have the most appearances on the Gary Winters show in history. As a matter of fact, when, years from now, when <laughs> Gary Winters retired. You actually marry Gary Winters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, in fact, that's kind of why you got, uh, uh, before he died under mysterious circumstances, just days after marrying you. Um, uh, Copenhagen poisoning. Yeah. Get the, the weak ones. Just kissed him once. I don't understand. Um, at, in fact, it's at that point that, like, you know how Ken Jennings took over Jeopardy for Alex Trebek? Gertrude, it becomes, it becomes the Gertrude show. All of you are Gertrude's dudes. I mean, not really, but you know, it's, it's in your heart. It's a spirit you feel. Now check under your chair. Everybody get some drugs. You get, you get a bag of dandruff. You get a bag of dandruff. I've been waiting for this day. I've been in this audience for fifteen years waiting. Cletus, we lost a mile. See baby. Oh, they did my Andrew. Can I get another one? I start flipping um, all the chairs. Everybody get some hand jelly. Ah, uh, I got excited before you finish the words. <laughs> this movement wasn't good either. So. Uh, uh, I'm off the stream. I'm just. I'm distracted now. <laughs> Can we cross this over to an OnlyFans stream? We'll just. <laughs> Well, I've got a little surprise for the cast, but you just ruined it. How does Gertrude pass eventually, or on her long Eladrin life? Does she does she pass 
um, like as part of like like a like most people from Florida hitting a manatee with their fucking uh, uh, speedboat or something, or or like a, a, a mountain biking accident. You wrestled a puma, or was it of old age? Like uh, I thought she'd go like Elvis. Yeah, or John Belushi or something. Yeah, <laughs> Jim like Jim Belushi. Unfortunately, she's still going and making crap. <laughs> what do you What do you know about John Belushi's upcoming death? What do you know, Damien? <laughs> I I. I truly think at some point it would be something stupid, but like Elvis-ish too, where it was like in the peak. Like things were starting to crumble and people were starting to have that like maybe the equivalent the of the of the like Me Too movement where they're like, I don't know, is she really the best role model for people? She's done some questionable things. And then before that could really sit too long. Uh, yeah, I want to say something like, she slipped on jelly and like hit her head and then it was just like a freak accident. And then that turns everybody like, Oh, she died too soon. She was so wonderful. Best TV show host ever. Let's forget all the bad things she ever did. And just remember that one time she gave us all dandruff. <laughs> As a gift. You don't say no to gifts. I no. still get flashbacks from spinal fluid from that dandruff. That's still in my body. Like, so it's, it's the gift that keeps giving. Although she's a part of all of us. She's a part of all of us now. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want that dandruff to be so strong. It permanently affected your DNA for the next several generations. Like microplastics. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like <laughs> um, uh, when you, uh, so you, you pass out, you hit your head and you wake up and you're sitting at a booth in a calzone hovel. Sitting next to <laughs> Chet Blanket, sitting next to mom and dad, and possibly Loretta. She's had a hard life. She you probably finally possibly... came home. Loretta died like saving. Yeah, Loretta died like fast. saving children out of a burning building or something. That Gertrude lit on fire. Yeah, I started the fire, <laughs> and she goes in and she saves the children, but she like perishes. <laughs> Um, I've got a surprise for you, Gertie. I, I know you've been waiting for this for a long time, and I bring out for the first time ever for her to eat an actual pizza. It's an unfolded calzone. I know. I prefer the calzone formation of all over all other Italian foods, but you wanted this flattened, and I never gave it to you. So now you may have it. In fact, personal pan. It's like, all I've ever wanted. It's delivered like a birthday cake from a restaurant. Like the server has come, you know, like it's like a big deal. Um, like they come and sing a song. Uh, and uh, Gertrude, at that moment, you <laughs> got real tears, guys. I told Sal I was going to get some tears. And it's already happened. Check right there. To be uh, fair, he's been telling me he's going to make me cry for the last four years. And uh, uh, <laughs> he got you instead. These are happy scene. tears. Um, uh, and I've been pouring that in Jesse's drink. <laughs> <laughs> Receiving imaginary peace that made Sarah cry. That's great. <laughs> it's the end of an era. It's all I've ever... Because this campaign healed real emotional wounds. <laughs> I think you might actually like another others. Look at one of our new trainees who's having a tough time making a... Tough time getting his wings, if you know what I mean. And that's what you've you just see. always wanted Sarah. You've always wanted Jesse to be your your mom. Is what? Yeah. So. yeah, because my in real life, my mom loves Jesse more than me. So. <laughs> I get that. Sarah, so all of us. He's so. what you call a mensch. Like, come on, man. 
Um, uh, you look and you see, uh, um, like, uh, like the world's worst server. He's like fucking up the orders. You know, you, like his, his, like what he's writing in his pad is like chicken scratch. Like you, he, he looks probably... a lot like Kevin, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I got a new job. Uh, uh, and it's trucker, uh, your ex-husband who, uh, <laughs> set you off on this adventure. He sees you and, um, uh, there's like an upshade. Did he? He's the one who hit you. And you're like a, a frying pan comes out of nowhere and just smacks him on the back of the head. That's right. You're going to be a trainee for a while down here. You got a lot to learn laying hands on my Gertie. He uh, has like this shameful look and like kind of scurries away to go wait at another table or to go back to the busing station. Get back to the Scrapple carving area. I have a giant like gyro, one of those here, but it's Scrapple just rotating. Carve! <laughs> That new server is kind of cute, huh? You think I should go for it? Yeah. Follow your heart. And <laughs> no, I want you to ask, know. Your, yes, ask your father first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think, Daddy? Oh, um, we're here to protect you if he ever hurts you again. That's something. <laughs> it wasn't a yes and it wasn't a no so oh don't worry about that she snaps her fingers in the frying pan and some of the back a, a frying pan materializes and some back of the head again. I can do that whenever I want it gets fresh with you, you tell I will me, preemptively hurt him and by the way there are some there are some powerful things about knowing the ruler of hell for example I just wanted you for a family visit. You can leave whenever you want. You're actually, uh, like you notice, like there's horns. You're actually uh, a kind of leadership. You're like a princess of hell now. You can do whatever you want. I Wait, want a tiara. In the shape of a pizza slice. In fact, I had a whole, in fact, you have your whole realm of hell. And there's one realm of hell, which does not look like a calzone hovel. It is just decked out like a kid's room, but a kid's room who loves meatloaf. Just meatloaf at, all over but every not, wall. But not the the food. <laughs> just the food. Don't get too excited. Oh, I was <laughs> about to cry again. Meatloaf himself is in hell for spreading vaccine uh, misinformation. Okay, I'm, I'm on. <laughs> but hey, he's your servant. Like, like, hey, also, welcome to your... I have all sorts of songs I'm going to sing. I will sing anything for you, but I won't sing that. <laughs> I won't sing. Yeah. Uh. And so um, we're going to uh, let's go back. Um, Lothario. I mean, yeah. He's going to make out with Meatloaf, just so you guys know. But yeah. yes, yeah. to Lothario. It closes out with <laughs> Mommy Needs Weird. Weird. He's Mommy three times your age. That's an incredible foresight that you killed off Meatloaf a couple of years ago just for this. this <laughs> he runs a really good campaign, man. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's thought out everything. Full Pretty circle. stoked that you did I've that. Been laying seeds like like JJ Abrams, like JJ Abrams <laughs> and Lost, but really J. What he? Okay. In hindsight, creating a pandemic to get us out of the studio was a mistake, but yeah. you live and learn. I didn't want to work anymore, man. Sorry. <laughs> um. Lothario, uh, what are you doing yes. at this party? We're, you know, we're cutting back to that, that, uh, that, um, you know, uh, uh, 
What Zion from uh, yeah, I, uh, party I, from Matrix. I'm walking. I'm walking around, just feeling it, giving people nods and finger guns, <laughs> and just like finally got my mom's approval. I presume. I mean, she didn't really say anything, but the fact that she, she didn't say anything negative makes me think that that's as much approval as I'll ever get. Um, and then I'm also because I'm a thief and I've been a thief for all my life. It's kind of hard to shake. I just am eyeing little pieces of attire and other people that I think I'd want. But because we save the universes. People are just giving me the things I'm looking at. It's like, hey, you've been looking at my belt for a while. Someone hands me their belt. You've been looking at these boots. Are they my size? Yeah, they're my size. <laughs> I'm just getting gifted left and right. So I'm just walking with like this huge like knapsack filled of filled with things. I look like a reverse Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> reverse Santa Claus. Positively pilfering people as they're walking by. And they're just happy to give it to the, you know, because they're alive. And I'm not even holding it against them, which is like what I was going to do. I was gonna be like, well, I did save the, no, but they're just like kind enough to do it. It's so I'm, I'm feeling good. I've never been this high except from one time in college. <laughs> Somebody got into some dandruff. dandruff, and uh, yeah, I, I'd never done dandruff before. <laughs> I was zooted for a week straight. <laughs> Stop my classes, though. <laughs> as a matter of fact, as the months pass, um, you know, you're living, you're living every thief's. You're, you're Homer Simpson eating donuts in hell. You know, like, like yeah. Uh, this is this is a pretty sweet life, but you, you kind of notice that um, since like things have changed, uh, the even the privilegingtons have given away their vast fortune. This new world that's being created seems less materialistic. You know, people are just uh, trying to build communities. Everybody's trying to help rebuild everything. We know there's not just one guy claiming all the land and uh, you know becoming leader. You know, it's it's uh, kind of coming close to that start. Maybe not the Star Trek world, but like. You know, Star Trek, mm -hmm. but it's it's a step along the way. It's just it's a very positive thing. Like people who are dicks and try to take advantage of the situation are usually dealt with by the community. And so in this world, you know, I don't know, just being a thief is sweet. Like if people are just like, oh, you, you'd clearly needed that gold more than me. Oh, uh, definitely not for other people. But for me, I love stuff. Oh, yeah. I still love I still love things. But I'm good at donating the things I'm not using as much. You know, but under the condition that if those people want to donate those things, they have to run it by me first to see if I want it back. First dibs. I am giving away a lot of things. I am giving away a lot of things, mostly because uh, I've gained weight after all the success. I'm less, I'm less nimble. I'm just kind of resting on my laurels. And uh, of course, I can't wear a lot of the gear I used to wear. I've gone a couple sizes up, but... I mean, it's not like I need to save the universe. It's saved. It's saved forever. It's never going to have to be saved again. Right, guys? Right? <laughs> you know, even with some love handles and, and like some little jowl action going on, Lothario was still yeah. an attractive man. You know, it's he's like uh, Alec Baldwin on 30 Rock. You know, he's like a, he's like a distinguished yeah. older yeah. gentleman. Looks great in a suit. He's going to yeah. shoot somebody on accident? <laughs> he facilitated. He cut corners and had somebody shot. Yeah. <laughs> he facilitated a murder. That was different. Yeah, gotten, Completely gotten, different. Gotten, <laughs> I've gotten really good at Rube Goldberg like murders, where it's a series of things, so it never comes back to me. Uh. So you're living in in Des Moines, uh, uh, the back, uh, thieving back city, home, the thieving city of Des Moines, and uh, it has really changed. You know, this thieving city, you know, like everybody's standards of living. You know, uh, kids don't really seem to want to get into thieving as much nowadays. Maybe that's your kids don't want to thieve anymore. Kids don't want to steal anymore. They just want to read their damn books. It's annoying and educate themselves and better themselves and earn their pay. Ah, it's not like when I was a kid. Like, like you teach an elective class on like, uh, on like, uh, uh, pickpocketing at that Des Moines, Col Des Moines Community College. <laughs> like nobody signed, like there's like three kids who signed up for your class. They had to the signups have been dwindling and they're mostly there just for like fan shit. They don't even want to learn to pickpocket. <laughs> 
in selfies. Yeah. Yeah, but but nonstop people are people still get people <clears throat> ask to sign your autographs till uh, finally um, uh, one day uh, you're you, you know you you go into class um, and uh, instead of your class it's your mother there. Uh oh. And. Um, I immediately say I'm sorry. <laughs> Pick your hands up. Oh God! <laughs> no, how come you always think I'm going to hit you just because there's a long history of me beating the shit out of you because I had a bad day? I do not. She understand. hits him for thinking that. She's like, "How do you think that's back?" <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry for thinking you'd, you'd hit me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, like a true narcissistic mom. Well, I guess you just had the worst childhood ever, just being trained to be the world's greatest thief. Well, I guess I guess being the world's <clears throat> hero and savior of the world. I, I, I guess I was the worst mother ever who created uh, a hero who saved uh, uh, countless lives. Guess I, I can't guess. Believe- I can't believe you finally admitted that to yourself, Mom. That's <laughs> super. Oh, it was just—it was a sarcasm, wasn't it? I should have taken a sarcasm course in college. It was, but <laughs> as a sign of growth, if you remember, you had an older brother, Blothario. Bloth, you're now the golden <laughs> child. Blothario is now nice. the one getting hit with it. Like he starts to laugh uh, when uh, when uh, she's making fun of you, and bam, Chonkla out of the corner, uh, just at, golden Chonkla smacks Blothario <laughs> on the side of the face. And then I like just die laughing because I've never actually seen like a relative of mine get a hit. It's always been me in first person receiving it. I'm like, oh, 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 I get why you guys love that so much. Oh, oh, oh. You, wouldn't, you, you, you didn't even see it coming. Can you do it again? Oh my god, that bam, bam, bam. Like, three, three. Ch- she doesn't even whoa. have three chunklas, but three chunklas hit. How many feet do you have? Jesus, like, she's a whole. It functions like Thor's river. hammer. It's- she throws it and it comes back. <laughs> but like God of back, War, it comes back. To God of War, yeah. <laughs> God of War, Chancla. Oh, great. Um, I'm sorry, did you asked me a question. I was too busy enjoying my brother finally getting smacked for the first time in his <laughs> thirty or forty years. Yeah, you know, it, it's too much to expect a narcissistic parent to change. But uh, what has just happened? How the scapegoat has become the golden child? That's a miracle in and of itself. So. It's a big step. And all you had to do was suffer unimaginably in hell for lifetimes and save the world. That's all you had to give of yourself. All you got to do. To, yeah. It's a real life recipe for dealing with a narcissistic parent. You got to go through hell at least twice. <laughs> Amen, brother. Yeah. Now, to halfway win their approval. And it's worth it, guys. It's worth going through hell for your narcissistic parent. Temporarily halfway win their approval. Yeah. Mario, <laughs> for I now, something I would like to show you, and perhaps something that will. And she looks at. Uh, she tr- doesn't. She doesn't want to insult you because you're now the golden child. But maybe something to get you back into shape, fighting shape. Yes. Uh, and I'm in good shape. What? What? <laughs> like, Are you saying I'm not in good shape? As I like wheeze my way across the classroom. <laughs> she like runs, of... standing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pair of running chanclas. <laughs> she snaps her fingers and every one of the chairs in your classroom fills up um, uh, uh, they, uh, you would know as in a master rogue that um, uh, they had just been hiding, they were successfully uh, hidden, stealthed and um, now that you look there are like a lot of plants around the classroom that they, people were probably hiding behind and yeah. probably behind the poles <laughs> One guy in a Metal Gear Solid cardboard box just stands yeah. up. And you just see yeah. legs in the eye hole. <laughs> An exclamation like, point above his head. And um, um, and you look, and all of these students ha- have a passing resemblance to you. Lothario, do you remember all of these children? You've only met a few of them. Uh-oh. 
and you hear, Dad! Uh-oh. And instead of fearing this moment, like, oh, no, there might be some accountability, instead they all rush you and give you the biggest hug. My dad is a hero. My dad saved the world, bitch. Like, my dad could beat up your dad. And they all the, but he's my dad, too. That's it. You want to go? And everyone that hugs him, he picks their pocket. Uh, yeah, but as I'm uh, as I'm hugging them, I see and feel some of them picking my pocket, and I'm like, they are my kids. <laughs> equally, however many kids there are, I will divide it by the amount of kids and give them equal amount of love. No more, no less. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that, Lothario, because I heard that you were a little disappointed that uh, the thieving arts are becoming a lost art, in a way. I mean, it just hurts to see my way of life go. Well, I happen to know around 30 kids uh, that you, that just picked your pocket that... Uh, 30 kids. That would lo- yeah. that have quite an aptitude. Yes, it's you know, class size can only fit 30. There may have been more, but I, it's... <laughs> class sizes nowadays. It's, uh, um, but every one of these is highly motivated and more importantly, highly skilled. They must have come from good genes. And also just high. Yeah. yeah, there is a kid vaping in the back. He's the one to be the hard and one. Highly high. You're cool, Dad, but I'm cooler. Does anyone <laughs> smell strawberry milk vape? Who's doing that? Not in this classroom. Yeah. Not in this classroom. We do uh, blueberry vape only here. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but to, to his credit, whoever's doing it is doing a wonderful job stealthing where the smoke, where the vape is coming. Yeah. <laughs> you just see an O-ring appear randomly. <laughs> uh, we were thinking that these... Children would, uh, they would need a very talented teacher to show them uh, what greatness is if they are to uh, be the cloak and daggers of the future. I, I, I agree. I think that that'd be a great way to live the rest of my life and not end up in hell eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Do not worry about that. No, no, no. It is not productive. Not everybody goes to hell. That is ridiculous. Just one terrible family. <laughs> <laughs> So do I? Uh, do I walk up to the? I walk up to the end of the class board. I go to the whiteboard. It's no longer a chalkboard. It's a whiteboard. We've modernized a little bit. I flip my chair back. I'm like, let's sesh. <laughs> you know, D.B. Cooper was the Jay Z. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, the training montage of you know Lothario, uh, you know, teaching these kids. Uh, I would imagine. I don't know. Are you more gentle or uh, uh, less gentle than your mother was when she was teaching you these skills? Oh, way more gentle. Way more gentle. I come from a place of understanding. I do. I treat them as I would have liked to have been treated. Exactly. Um, the, the hardest thing for me really is just getting all their names down. <laughs> I mean, thirty names in like an hour in the first hour is just so hard. So uh, I get them to do like a name tag situation at the beginning. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I'm developing a system. I'm noticing who's more you know, looks like me or takes after their mothers. And I'm still like researching in the back of my mind, like who could have been this one's mother? Who could have, I don't recognize <laughs> this problem. <laughs> is, there, is, there, is there a half, uh, what was the last woman uh, that I arm wrestled? Is there like a half orcish uh, Lothario kid somewhere in there? Uh, there isn't because that child is uh, probably like one years old or like just like a, a, a toddler. Actually, no, you see like a toddler, a toddler with like kind of greenish skin, but like and a beard. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> it's, brain. it's still a toddler brain. It's just a giant, like, the, it's like, yeah, okay, her, her genetics definitely overtook mine. It's baby Huey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Lothario, um, 
the uh, Burton Sandville has approached me and he has said that while the earth is a much, while Sastakaria is a much safer place, they could always use a, um, there's always a talent for folks that can go unseen and protect problems and stop problems before they become big problems. I, oh. I, I was, I've, you know, tell me if you like the name, but I was thinking giving Lothario his own Diablos. Lothario's Diablos. It doesn't roll off the tongue, but... Uh... I mean, we can work on that. I, 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 I tell you this, Mom. I'll, I'll definitely consider it. And if I hear from your mouth that you're proud of me, I will definitely consider it harder. <laughs> but I need to hear... Don't break eye contact. You always break eye contact. Look me in the eyes and tell me you're proud of me. It, I mean it. What if I do something better? And she just <laughs> no. goes over to Blothario and just starts beating him. <laughs> like over to me, butt spanking. And she says, Lothario, I... I am old and change is hard. And she's like beating and you hear your brother screaming in the background. But I can say this, and, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. You were not the disappointment that I dreamed you, that I thought you would be my entire life. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. She's, just, she's crying too. I didn't, I, didn't think, I didn't think I'd get that. Oh. Yes. She, yes. I, a thousand times yes. I'll be... Lothario's Diablo's leader. <laughs> and then there's one final spank that adds sneak attack damage. <laughs> Blunt force trauma. And with your with your brother who always used to give you just smirks as you were being beaten, uh, you're the one. You're the one who smirks. No, no. no I, I can I walk up to my mother and be like, "Mom, mom, please hand me the chancla." <laughs> and I give Lothario a couple tapping twos. <laughs> Leave him looking like a baboon. Because <clears throat> they have red butts, right? They're the ones with the red butts. Red butts. They are I'm now. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> and. I want to back to it, but Lothario, how do you see yourself passing? Old, old age? We don't, we're not going to get into it just yet, but. Um. Yeah, uh, uh, maybe, maybe uh, when eventually my youngest, my last born, I'm taking them on a on a little mini heist, like a training wheels kind of heist. Mm -hmm. And after we successfully steal the whatever it is, the object, the candlestick, I don't know, whatever. Um, Brad MacGuffin. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just sit down and have a rest, and tell them to go on, and I just pass peacefully in someone else's chair only <laughs> <laughs> to be found like a week later when they come back from vacation uh, <laughs> but all my kids all my kids felt love i will say the paramedic even the ugly one into the scene like you somehow even as a corpse steal his watch like it wants <laughs> yeah, my hand falls off and then just kind of hooks and then <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a knowing glint in my dead milky eye uh, and at Lothario's funeral, armies of children dressed like ninjas, like, you know, uh, it, it looks like you're the head of, a, of like, a, in the warriors, you're like, you're given a speech. But it's, yeah. it's just all, like, scantily. Still a little bit of vape rings, and I never narrowed down who was the one vaping <laughs> in all those years, just like a vape ring covers uh, me as the bagpipes play the bagpipe song that cops usually get. I'm really confused about my allegiances. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I like bagpipes, not cops. They're yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, we got a cop in chat. We love cops. Well, I love corn. 
Corn is the Corn was the only ba- the only new metal band brave enough. <laughs> Lothario, reasonably as a rogue, probably is not the biggest fan of. Who knows? Uh, people get more conservative as they age. I feel like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my stances. He's got a thin blue line patch on his shirt. <laughs> it's just so I don't get pulled over. <laughs> Those are the ones they always pull over. <laughs> um, Kevin, what are you doing at this party? Oh, at the party? Um, I just want to preface this by saying this this line has been four years in the making. Uh, <laughs> Kevin stands in the middle of everybody and he, he yells, And I'm hammered! <laughs> holding up a bottle of... Uh, uh, holding up a bottle of magic missile, which is the D and D equivalent of fireball. <laughs> it never misses. Wink. <laughs> he's playing at this party. He's uh, with his eighteen dexterity and plus eleven athletics. Uh, he's playing beer pong on both sides. <laughs> You're Forrest Gump. <laughs> For so many reasons. Um, <laughs> Throughout this entire party, Kevin, uh, there have been paladins from around the lands who have uh, who come up to you, drop to a knee like you're um, some some great saint. Saint Kevin, I renounce my oath to Celestia and I pledge myself to you, Master Kevin, Master of Cats. Everyone who kneels down, he knights them with his hammer, but just a little too hard because he's drunk. Dislocated shoulders, and like concussions, <laughs> like like big cartoon Tex Avery lumps on their head. Like uh, to them, that's their mark of, of Kevin. Yeah. That's that's the mark that they, they all have a unique mark. <laughs> um as the years progress, um Kevin, uh uh your your form of of uh, your your style, your oath of being a paladin has swept the lands. You know, it was it it's 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 the non-paladin paladin. You're the non-paladin yeah, paladin, paladin, and you're more fun. Like you you don't have to be as stuffy. It's kind of like you know, being a paladin was really just for the nerds in life. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm telling on you, like the, the the those who became now cool kids become paladins. He's also as as the years went on, he's a little out of shape. He's like Endgame Thor now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a chunk. Yeah, I love it. You know, um, uh, like punk rock. <laughs> you know, the, the, you go through a ton of adventures. You're 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 um, you know you you visit you regularly uh, visit uh, uh, Lothario in Des Moines. You know, um, uh, uh, you you briefly start a team of mercenaries who help you if you have a problem if you can find them and if you have a problem and can avoid God damn it I was gonna use that as my end <laughs> you avoid being hit with a hammer called the Q team <laughs> finally uh, you're an elderly cat you're you've you know, what, what what did you is there anything uh, you're an elderly cat you're what are you doing well, I've, I mean I've, I've lost a few of my nine lives along the way I think after our four year sag I probably like five left <laughs> but then I lost some in silly ways like get being old and I would hold up my head and my hammer, but then the hammerhead falls and hits me on the head and I die. That's one life. And then another one, like as a cat, I'm like knocking a container off a, off a counter, but it breaks and it re- reveals that like Asmodeus' spirit was trapped in that bottle and he comes out and kills me. I don't know. Just different things. <laughs> yep, yeah. But my, uh, my ultimate, I gotta, I gotta do a little rewrite on your ending for me. Cause my, my ultimate dream is me and my good friend Lothario, uh, strolling town to town. 
And uh, uh, the narrator says, if you have a problem, if no one can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A team. But A is spelled E-H, like, eh, maybe we can help you. <laughs> and maybe we'll be all right. If you're in Quebec or Vancouver or Toronto, call the A team. A. A. <laughs> um, perfect. Um, uh, and so there you are in your last life. You're an elderly, chonky tabaxi. And uh, at that point, um, you see uh, uh, um, Smile Vester. Uh, he's he's uh, making biscuits, you know, in a blanket <laughs> in your in your paladin temple. Hello. <laughs> um, uh, Smile Vester, how about you have a fun conversation and um, hand off your crown when you get a chance? Oh, well, hello. It's me, Smile Vesta. Have you finally expended all of your nine lives? Oh, yes, I am down to my last one. You look very good. The years have been kind to you, friend. Well, thanks. You're looking a little chonky yourself, but that's just part of getting older. Listen, I've got one special gift to give you, and it's my crown. It smells a little like tuna. Enjoy. <laughs> And I <laughs> place this crown on his head. <laughs> Finally. For years, I couldn't lick myself. Gods can't do that kind of thing. Finally, I get to just go be a regular cat. Oh, meow. The, crown, the crown's a little, a little heavier than he expected. He kind of loses balance, falls over, uh, falls and hits his head. And that was his last life. <laughs> oh, I got to put that crown back on now. Puts it on your corpse. <laughs> um... Kevin, that was the quickest rain ever. When you put on this crown, uh, you have inherited, you are a minor D&D god. You, you have inherited all of the powers of the Cat Lord, um, which implies... Well, you should not give Kevin more power. Please don't. great power, uh, perhaps greater than most gods. It's just getting you to use it and like just getting you to pay attention. It's, just, it's, it's really difficult to get the Cat Lord to focus. And... Uh, uh, but immediately, all the, the thousands upon th hundreds of thousands of cats that escaped from the Tome of Cats in our last two episodes, uh, you can feel an instinctual connection between all of them. Do you have any marching orders or an ethos or uh, any message you'd uh, like to give to your cat ambassadors as they go out in the world and spread or not spread your message? Oh, he, uh, he kind of, he doesn't, do it intentionally, but he 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 gets them all to cause chaos. He just doesn't realize it, but he's like, "Yeah, go cause chaos, but let them know it was me." <laughs> like he wants credit for all the all the bad cat things that happen in the world. A bunch like like all it's like uh, you know how like uh, like in in movies where uh, the Antichrist is born around the world, there's like a bunch of disturbances. <laughs> like all around the world, there's like a but like one cat knocks off a bunch of glass that says cute. Like you could see a Q, you know, it was here. Uh, yeah, it's all very cute. Uh, evil. <laughs> and that's uh, why cats are like that today. Yeah. <laughs> because you had the chance to make them sane, lawful creatures, but no, yeah. let's double down. It's <laughs> a good origin story. Um, lastly, uh, Mr. Chud Bingsley. How'd it do? Uh, is there anything you want to do at this party? Uh, uh, Bertrand Sandville uh, will say, uh, <laughs> Stay away from that oatmeal Unless you like Well, too late up. I already had three bowls And I am flying, Bertie But I did want to powwow with you And talk about this governorship How's the uh, 
how's it been going in my absence? Well, I know that it's time for me to get back to work. I want you to know <clears> that, that yes, of course, you know the, uh, you know I'm I'm here to return your governor. Uh, my stewardship is done. You can take over my Oklahoma, and and really, you know, uh, I'll make it a town for footballs again. But uh, if you if you if you still got some uh, you know wild seeds you gotta sow, you know Bertrand's here. You know I I ain't got I'm not going anywhere because I can't walk very well since I had that oatmeal. My I, I think well I'm freaking out right now. If, if that offer still stands, then, uh, you know, me and my pal Gonk, we're going to go fishing. We had a little side adventure plan called Gonk Fishing. So <laughs> Gonk Fishing. I love we're it. going to take off for a little while, perhaps even use that pirate ship that he's got and uh, sail around, get into some shenanigans, and catch some fish. I'm glad you said I don't that. eat fish myself, but I just throw them back and heal them first because, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, um... Uh, well, I'm glad you said that because mm-hmm. I just got done talking to Mr. Mr. Holskin, and he's going to be the head of uh, whatever new new uh, world, you know, uh, Sostagarian Defense Force. He's going to be the head of the Admiral Gonk. He's going to head the Navy from pirate to admiral, only in Sostagaria, baby. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I do want to have a reunion with my parents, uh, Bada Bingsley and Chud Momsley. And my brother, <laughs> my brother Mud, Beige, who I haven't seen in a while. So uh, I'll probably have a quick, you know, set down with them. And uh, and then and then you'll see me. I'll come on back. And, I'm, you know, my whole goal is to make the land like Star Trek, the next generation. Because a lot of people don't know that my main mentor in life, who I look up to, is Captain Peekert. I love Captain Peekert and... Uh, that's who I'm gonna model my governorship after. Uh, I I can't have Earl Grey myself. Too spicy. Too spicy. Just uh, <laughs> the, 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 overwhelms the senses. But yes, that would be great. So you, you so you, you do dream of forming some sort of post-capitalistic uh, utopia. Well, that's something I can get on board with. Something that doesn't benefit the one plus. And like he starts uh, ranting and then he throws up. Yeah. Um, uh, you see Captain Friedrich doing a cake stand apropos of nothing behind you. Melison, um, check this out. <laughs> um and um no. he gives her trademark silence with an impressed look no chug no chug <laughs> chug um uh real quick before we get to your thing jesse we'll say that you have this little adventure uh um have you uh, to our fans have ever played chrono trigger uh picture the end yeah chrono trigger but frogs ending on the new game plus ending um yeah we're gonna see just there's this evil island uh, that's, you know, has two with the rock shaped like the Eric Coker brothers' heads. And uh, you just see a turtle uh, and a turtle and a uh, furbolg with udders. Uh, just their silhouettes at the front gates. Um, you know, uh, then there's like a old boy style fight as they, you know, make their way to the top of the building. Uh, fighting through uh, uh, hordes upon hordes of warforged and mercenaries. Until finally they get to the top. Um uh, what, uh, uh, there's a giant, uh, a Warforged machination with two heads that are laughing at each other while mocking you. <laughs> like the, uh, Statler and Waldorf from the, the Muppets. <laughs> Muppets. Um, <clears throat> uh, real quick for Gonk, he's not here today. Uh, uh, Caleb could not make it today. Sorry, fans. Um, he, he, uh, sends his love and wishes that he could. Um, uh, what happens, uh, you know, the final slash right down uh, the Eric Coker brothers' chest, they fall to the ground. 
uh, potentially taking their last breaths, what do you or Gonk say to them? Well, um, I'm going to say, look, sorry it had to come to this, boys, uh, but you're dicks and you had to you had to go. And uh, but it was a cool way to go. Right. I mean, I cast an illusion. Gonk turned into like a Voltron and then he pulled the sword out like that. And then he did that asterisk thing where he cut you into all different. That's pretty damn cool. <laughs> huh? yeah, I filmed you... the whole thing on my rocket talk. I got with a new one, the 14 or 15. And uh, it, it looks really good Chad, when you were summoning that spirit ball. I was wildly impressed. That was fun. I mean, for a for a final battle. I mean, wow. That was terrific. Sorry y'all missed it, but I filmed it, so you can see it later. Oh, I stomped on his head a second ago. <laughs> they're, they're both dead. Uh, you want to get out of here? Yeah, let's take off. I th- I, I, I could use a, a respite. Let's. Uh, I saw, saw there was a little uh, bar down there uh, at the at the base of this uh, nightmare fortress. So let's yeah. uh, maybe tip back a couple of chocolate milks. So they're, they're <laughs> doing that like amongst an army of corpses of like of uh, like mercenaries that are littered all over the bar. They, you know, but you guys just make yourself at home. Yeah. Um, oh, they got a plinko machine. Well, they don't want to have these in the in, in the in the Orient. Does I still use that word? <laughs> I don't think so. Bro. <laughs> they say they don't say plinko anymore. They're taking everything away from us. <laughs> they changed the name. Um. Is it Plinko uh, that Japanese breading? Okay, sorry, I was feeling the air. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I uh, so you you follow Gonk around as he's uh, admiral um, until finally you're through with your adventure and uh, you head back to Malokalahoma. Um, what are some things you'd like to do to Malokalahoma if you? Well, I'd like to clean up the environment. I'd like to see if I can borrow some of them Warforged to get some uh, construction done on some different projects. Uh, you know, we need some better sewers. We need aqueducts, uh, all that Roman stuff. You know, uh, we need streets. We need uh, we need all kinds of facilities. We need libraries. We need hospitals. Yeah. All we had up to this point is dark uh, lightning, pretty much. That's a lot of what we had. Yeah, you didn't. Have that's wonderful news. <laughs> the Warforged need um, they need jobs. So it's uh, I can definitely direct them towards you. They're sentient, self, self-actualized beings now, though. They're, they're people. They're not, like, just slave labor. Oh, that's good. Then we're going to have to have some interviews. I'm going to have to uh, sit down with them and make sure that they, you know, follow the, the, you know, that they're up to the job. I mean, perhaps you could you could sit in on some of these job interviews and we could uh, we could parse it out together, figure out who's ready for what jobs. And Hey, it's at least know. an excuse to hang out. You know, I love I it. miss you. You're, you're yeah, great. Yeah, me too. Well, we can hire everybody. Well, let's just kick it while we do. That'll be great. Uh, I, and, you know, it, on, on, in today's job market, the, the job posting for uh, being a Warforged in Oklahoma wouldn't look that good because if you like pay, you're a part of a community. Who needs money? You know, like you, there were a lot of snooty elves who were like, um, excuse me, I'm, I'm not former elves as Warforged. You were not going to take that. Um, but you end up creating this small utopia. You end up starting a fire, a uh, social fire that kind of spread. You create kind of a model. <laughs> A type of social fire festival of sorts. Every year, uh, Maloklahoma is kind of like a Coachella type uh, place. Maloklachella, everybody. More like a ponychella. <laughs> yeah. 
They call it burning every year. Shrine. The same headliner, genuine. <laughs> they make a they make a giant effigy of that uh, giant uh, uh, big Tex, big chud uh, uh, sign in Mal, Oklahoma, <laughs> and they burn it at the end of a several day music festival. <laughs> um, as a matter of fact, every you become such a model culturally. Uh, Mal, Oklahoma went from being this backwater, but you've modernized it. They're now sewers. They no longer have to hire a fecal mancer to handle all the shit in town. They they. Fecal man. Wow, putting fecal mancers out of work. That's not a good yeah. one. <laughs> He's gunning for my next character to be a fecal mancer. That's why. Fecal mancer was, was actually a punishment for wizards who, who fucked up. If you fucked up, you're a fecal mancer. <laughs> I think that's Sarah Lee's character. <laughs> I cast Break Toilet. <laughs> I'm just so excited to have a new campaign where I don't have to be this person anymore. <laughs> my character uh, is constantly constipated did you know that, that, that yeah the choice you regretted for four years because she's an opiate addict boom <laughs> take that Elvis <laughs> in fact um, at a certain point this uh, burning chud uh, this uh, I don't know if it's you call it a chill festival a flame festival um, but milk fest uh, but eventually, uh, the name doesn't stick uh, as it it becomes kind of a traveling show so that everybody, it's not just, you know, who can f travel to Mal, Oklahoma on this one mm. week a year. Eventually, it becomes um, Maloropalooza. And it's just nice. this, or the, the, I don't know, whatever the Vans warp Tour, the Vans yeah. stuff. <laughs> um, I love that. The Vans Warforged Tour. Can we say that every year we try to make a big uh, show of like, who's going to be the headliner this year? It's a mystery. <laughs> I can't imagine who they might pick. And then on the poster every year it says, genuine. And everyone's still excited. Yeah, Chud, it, and everybody's like, again, yes, thank goodness. As you age, you become a mixture of this like Willie Nelson, Dolly Parton, just this super loved, <laughs> uh, like old timey guy who just is spitting out wisdom. Just uh, it just went chill. Got most most young like uh, drug users would be like, yeah, on my like Mount Rushmore of like greatest burners, man, Chud Bingley. He's spitting out wisdom like Lothario spits out kids. <laughs> Mark Richard spits out tobacco juice. <laughs> In matter of fact, Chud, um, you actually found a way to uh, to help school kids. Uh, you found a way. You finally found an audience for the milk you produce, uh, and as well being a magician. <laughs> Mass being a wizard. So, um, you know, there are no more hungry school kids anywhere in Sostagara. You go to school, there's, you know, there's somebody's creating bread and we got milk, yeah. chocolate milk, all kinds of milk coming your yeah, way. Yeah, and where do you think they get the cheese for pizza day on Fridays? <laughs> now, now, you from can picture my, a, a, like a, like milk. a fun milk carton, but with like a cartoon chud, like on the, yeah. on the, <laughs> on the box. And uh, they, they ignore lactose intolerant kids. So it's actually brought ah. the fecal mancers back into work. Uh, they, they, they're they creating a profession, you're creating jobs, and like Burlo Matic in chat said, they control shit golems that also help facilitate the the job. So you're just helping your society. Creating more jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, that's like, what like, we um, do. Like, I'm a nurse, I'm feeling, or, or teacher, I'm feeling kind of constipated. Go see the female ah. answer. Yeah, <laughs> but wash your hands afterwards. Come on back. Um, and, a, and a little, uh, uh, Gonk's not here, but uh, just kind of a little epilogue, you know, um, eventually. 
I rage. shit on your dad. Sostagari has to come up with with a new leader. But the thing is, you know, the last two emperors they've had like one figurehead who everything has to run by, or at least a figurehead as far as you know, it's supposed to the one person who represents the state who people look to, if, even if only. There's actually a few write write-in votes for Malison Kill, which was weird. <laughs> But, but they're on the same handwriting. Her handwriting. <laughs> it's it's Gonk's handwriting and it's backwards. And, um, it's like you know, it's like Toys R Us. The R is backwards. There's no, there's no there's no R in this. Um, uh, but uh, somebody floats the idea that maybe Gonk Holskin should be the leader. Just just somebody who who is widely trusted. Just a wa- lovable figurehead, like kind of like a George W. Bush, but for good. You know, like like he's there. To, <laughs> He's there to put a smile on people's face and like, and really just get people to, 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 to be encouraged to do their civic duty, you know, to, to, to support. Of shitting on dads. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have, you know, I'm, I'm kind of dumb and I'm, but I'm a veteran. I'm, I mean, I've been both a pirate and an admiral. So I've, I was able to lock up all the constituencies. Um. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> And he controls himself in big diplomatic meetings, you know, he keeps it, and and they ask him how, and he says, my secret is, I always rage, right? (laughs) He's always angry. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm always angry. I'm always angry. (laughs) I believe in killing them with kindness. And I'm, (laughs) and baby, business is good. And uh, all right, Chud. How do you how do you picture at the end of Chud's long long life? How do, how does he go? Well, I don't like to even imagine it. So what I picture is, you know, the end of uh, like it was the Hobbit where like the elves just get tired of this shit and they're like, you know what, we're getting on this boat and floating off into the sunset, and they're like, come on with us, Bilbo or whoever it was, Frodo. I don't know who it was, but that's what I imagine is getting on a boat to sail off. Uh, to an elven land where I can pretend that I'm not dying at the end of this adventure. (laughs) (laughs) And so as this boat is wandering through these ancient seas that can only be traversed, I guess, if you're mortally ill, I don't know. But um, you... uh, Gandalf lived forever, I want to say. (laughs) I feel like uh, that was his (laughs) his hat. You you walk into a tavern, um, a very quaint tavern, and there you, you see all the people from your past. Gertrude. Oh. Gertrude has, you see, uh, you see her with some little horns that she can choose to hide at any point. Blanche, you see Tifi, Kevin, Lothario. Kevin has this godly glow about him. Oh, wow. Kevin's saying, I had a dream and you were there and you were there. <laughs> I could see he's working on a robotic thrycrane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it's so nice to see y'all again. It's, I am I've, the master I've, I've of hell, Chad. I swear to God, if you, you start giving <laughs> hand jobs, <laughs> this isn't for me. I just, you know, it, it it's um, uh, service uh, robots. You know, just somebody you wants swore to me and stop giving hand jobs. Somebody wants a date with the frying pan when we get home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm threatened abuse. Oh, look what you do to me, Jenny. <laughs> Um, and there you are just like you guys met on our first episode having a beer and is this the same tavern this is this is amazing the tavern died too it does look like the tavern in parrot's port 
let you guys uh, net in so long mm. ago. How did the tavern die? <laughs> it down. Uh, remember those wrestlers that we had? They came back giants. and wrestled. <laughs> remember those do-gooders, the giant wrestlers? <laughs> Who's that Barton? Is that a is that decorative cabbage? Oh, I am. He's, he's being dragged out by security. Oh, oh, oh. oh see you later. He's bounced. We'll give him the yeah. help he, does, he needs, and then you just see him getting beaten in the background. Oh. <laughs> um, and um, and that's where our adventure ends. Uh, you guys... I'll buy the first round, y'all! <laughs> that's where your guys' adventure ends. In the... You know, whether you guys admitted it or not, the what your idea of heaven would be, being surrounded by the people you love, your best friends, and how you want mm. to spend... Through all of eternity. But instead, you ended up in this bar. Yeah. Well, this was the second. This is like my group of acquaintances. I have some work friends, I'd rather. We're back at Winston's. It's nice being childless again. I'm glad I died. I mean, past. And that is where we're going to end our journey, unless somebody has a message for me. Dave, I, I think... Yeah, go fuck your... No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Dave has something important for us all. And, um... He, he just we started eating something right before he had to I think he forgot. Important for us all. But he's about to deliver something that you... You guys... For. Am I doing it, or are you guys helping? Uh, Here, I'll, 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 I'll help. I'll I say my thing. It is. We'll, we'll say <laughs> I like the idea of, like, Lothario, kind of like an older man, love handles, you know, like, uh, but still has just, just got drip. As it were, yeah. ah, <laughs> just kind of you know, like the the server comes up to take an order, and and just like you know, somehow, you know, ends up being the sweetest customer. Like in your old man too. Like that's the sweetest old man I've ever. <laughs> Don't trust as eyes. Uh, <laughs> you, you see, like a, a slow motion shot of uh, all of us like walking across a, a football field of a high school for some reason, <laughs> and you hear a voiceover, uh, "Dear Mister DM." We accept the fact that we had to sacrifice every Sunday for four years in Sastagaria for whatever it is we did wrong. But we think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling us who you think we are. You see us as you want to see us, in the simplest terms, in the most convenient definitions. But what we found is that each one of us is... A rogue thief. Yes, he go. A, a furball, minotaur, wizard that thought he was a druid. Yeah, elf who wanted to be a fairy. Sorry. I, I just said mine. Turtle. A Shit, tall, who's up? A tall <laughs> who became the most uh, 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 wackiest, fail-forwardiest president in Sostagaria history. Four more years. <laughs> a war-forged man. Boy, actually, a Warforged boy turned Aladrin man turned Warforged man turned Aladrin uh, undead, I think I am now. But I can be a robot when I want to because I'm in hell. And my hammer. <laughs> Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, Gertrude's dudes. Well, all of you will be in detention for the rest of uh, the adventures. That's like, not <laughs> in this administration. You mess with the bull, you got the horns. 
get the two more years. Off. You're mine Did for I? two more years. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. This has been an incredible uh, journey. I, I, you know, it, it was stressful always trying to find ways to uh, keep up with this group because they're very uh, funny, quick, and you have to kind of prepare for that. But um, uh, you guys have helped keep me sane. Uh, countless laughs, and that—that's that just me. I'm not even the, the listeners. And uh, I just wanted to thank uh, Clint, Jesse, Sara Lee, Sal, and Dave, and uh, and Caleb, Joe, uh, Bijan, um, everybody who's who's been a part. Do of Do not this. dare thank Dave Wright. Fuck that guy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't have a thing for Rogar. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, so. thank you, Damien. This has been so much fun, and uh, we really appreciate you DMing and taking all the time to put this whole story together. It was fantastic. We got a comment from uh, Jay Hunter Pearson. Is that just like a fan? That's hilarious. So, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pretend like I don't know him and say yes. <laughs> explain what, what nice. streaming is to the old man. So. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a lesson for Dave. <laughs> um. Yeah, I had a blast. Thanks for bringing us all together, Damien. I don't know how you had the vision and how you... Maybe it was because you didn't know us well enough to think that <laughs> it would all work together. But you kept us in line. You and Joe's story writing uh, kept us going for four years, and I'm excited for four more years. Yeah. Four more years. Maybe not for the per campaign, but, you know. Uh, yeah. You know. Right. Um, Let's do double um, or nothing for the next campaign. Eight years. Eight years. <laughs> I am excited for more stuff, although the the whole flood slowing things down is uh, not cool. The fact not that ideal. When that not happened, ideal, but my heart sank to the ground. Like, um, well, uh, my baby, our baby is dead. But it was literally you guys and the family that picked me up and said, "Stop being a mopey bitch. Get up. You fell down. Get up and get you know, go Back fix on the horse." And and I am so great. I, I like when this flood happened. I, I really I really thought like, well, what's the next step? But uh, I want to reassure the fans that the the awful neutral train is moving forward again. Too fast, too neutral. Get back. I want to reassure the fans. No one awful. actually used the words "get up, you mopey bitch." No, no, oh, I, did. I, did. I, I did. said that I directly did. to him. Yeah, I did. I did uh, flash my chancla on stream, and I did threaten. threaten him. I was like, hey, we better. <laughs> Don't make me pull it out. Oh, I'm pulling it out. Now I feel like the weird one for not having said it myself. Uh, what did that comment on the stream say, by the way? You just nice. We got lots of nice. comments today. So stop yeah. oh, let's, uh, let's look at them. We got um, Ooh, all of the ones that I added. Get up, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of icons came at us. I don't know what the exact well, translation. So, uh, well, uh, well uh, Dave Callens. Do you got anything to plug and uh, read me a comment if you if you can? Um, what's the name of today? It's Sunday. I don't even know. I have nothing to plug. I never have anything to plug. Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck that! It's our day. Fuck that guy. Fuck he gets this an update. <laughs> this is our day. Um, yeah, we got a that. comment. He saw I treated us last Monday. <laughs> <laughs> what's he gonna do? Burn down my house and kill all my oxen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, we had a lot of... Some dude named Sly Funky Monk said, woo, 50 followers. Thank you all. Yeah, we're just going to be reading our own... The words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and fingers. Salvador Viesca, uh, got anything to plug? Do, do you have a comment? Um, Just doing some live streaming throughout the week. I'm working as a working... I feel like a man for the first time in my 36 and a half years on the planet now that I'm doing carpentry with Clint. Uh 
I've done it under a week, but it's the first time I felt like a man. So I'm just like living the alpha high. I think we've got, I don't know if we're booked on our own show that we're throwing up or if we're going to put way more hilarious comics on. But maybe on the 6th, I'll be on a thing with you guys or later well, this month, we'll do a couple. Stand by to stand by. All right. Yeah. But in the meantime, I'll be uh, open micing uh, now that I could afford to drive. And yeah, maybe I'll see you before you see me, audience. <laughs> That's that's how you get the sneak attack damage. If you see him first, mm-hmm. he doesn't get the sneak attack damage. Unless he's already being pockets. attacked by a friend. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Attacked by a friend sounds funny, by the way. <laughs> uh, Sarah Lee Steiner, uh, uh, do you have anything to plug? And do you have a comment? Or... Um, I don't have anything booked in the next upcoming week. So if you're a booker and you're watching you this, good jokes right up, my, my Instagram handle right there. Let me know. Uh, no, I don't have good jokes, but you should still book me for. <laughs> Would you go to Los Angeles for publicity for a show? Uh-huh. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Exposure. We'll go to LA if anybody is an LA booker watching this, and I have, it aligns with my PTO for work. Yeah, hundred percent. Let's go. What about uh, Boise, Idaho? Liquid Lounge is looking for somebody to open for Larry the Cable. Uh, once, once the uh, snow goes down, yeah, let me know. <laughs> Um, I hear the Kava my... lounges in Florida are popping with the comedy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Three-hour shows are great. <laughs> and then uh, my comment I'm going to pick is Burlomatic just added. Just get up, you mopey Bitch. dolphin sounds. Mm. Sure I don't know exactly. There's a lot of asterisks. It could be anything. <laughs> is, this, is this Mad Lib where I get to choose the curse word? Let's see. Uh, Mopey tilde ampersand exclamation point. I don't know what this yeah. is. Uh, Jesse Egan. Uh, Mopey wingdings. Got anything to plug? And uh, I got a comment here. Uh, there, here's uh, we have one real comment, and it's from Jay Hunter Pearson, who says, "Nice." <laughs> so thank you buddy thanks for that and i appreciate it um yeah you can follow me online at jesse egan comedy on all social media and check out new music by danny and jesse and uh thank you guys so much for for following us on awful neutral and awful D. this has been so much fun and we're really looking forward to our next journey together a uh, j- little something about jesse's music career not only are they all bangers but um you'll you'll not like you know a ton of people have done a song about first love a ton of people have done a song about getting broken up with. Nobody has done a song about Thanksgiving. Nobody has done a song about Midnight Run or The Predator, as far as I know. You're like, you are you're a pioneer, sir. I think there's some Festivus songs, but yeah, that, I, that's, I thank you, man. I, appreciate I think Genuine did a song about Predator. He did. <laughs> no joke, your song about Thanksgiving, like I was, I just, you know, uh, I, 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 Downloaded it to my iPod. Like that's it's just a it's just got a good beat. I love, love Oh, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh and Appreciate Clint, got anything to plug? Um, well apparently I'm helping my friends feel like men for the first time. Thank uh, you. Uh, <laughs> no, <here's laughs> a side, quick side note, Sal. I'm proud of you. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I've uh I've had uh, Sal assist me with uh, uh fireplace remodel and he's been doing a great job and it's lovely. is it the secret fireplace that you and brandon discovered what's that no no is no, it no the... not that one no it's um i'm uh, a job working for a client of mine um he's like he's getting making real money for a real client doing <laughs> doing carpentry assistance 
Did you and notice he, he was maintaining eye contact when he said he was proud of you too, Sal? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look away because I was just so bashful. I couldn't believe it. It was it was pretty cool. Uh, I I had him uh, try to make a cut on the tile saw, and at first he was nervous, and then uh, like a few cuts later, I didn't have another cut for him to make. He was like, "Dang it, I want to keep using that machine." Yeah, totally. <laughs> to the smell. I mean, I, I I I've never used anything like that, and it's like a saw that you like slide forward and it. Watching him, I was like, oh, I already know like 10 ways I could die using that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so is, is it one of those ones that uh, realizes <clears throat> there's moisture off. and stops the going? Or is it one of those ones that will remove flesh? It'll remove flesh, but he told me, don't worry, it's not that bad. It doesn't remove too much. It's not a super solid blade or something like that. And I was like, oh, I feel like yeah. he's just lying to me, so I do this job. <laughs> no, tile saws, just they're not as good at cutting people as they are like a... Uh, uh, Table saw or something like that. It's not nowhere near as dangerous. Friends like, believe me, I've tried. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> Look, the neck is just won't, won't do it. I am picturing like the John. He killed three guys with a tile blade on the <laughs> 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 table saw. Uh, real quick, uh, I want to ask one more question of all you guys before we we close out. Uh, let's go in reverse order. Back to you, Clint. Clint, did you have a favorite mm. moment from this campaign? My favorite moment. Um, pass, I always go back first. to the Calvone ho- uh, Calzone hovel after we saved uh, everybody from hell the first time, um, and uh, we were all sitting around, and it was it was a happy family. Um, everybody was here on the cast. You were Blanche Bluebell, of course, but then it was like the happy family um, that's that's sitting here, the the core group. Um, and we were just all uh, drinking Pepsi, a shirtless hot guy from hell, a cat and uh, a father and daughter and, and wife. Um, That's right. Dispatter. And great moment. And yeah. And, and then uh, what's his name? Dispatter, a.k.a. Jones. Alex Jones came in and uh, it was just great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh, that was a great one. What about you, Jesse? Yeah. I always think of the one where we had a dance battle for like yeah uh, that was a good one and it was like the the blue what was the blue man group what were they called it was what was the Waka Jabbas um, the Waka Jabbas that's right right the Waka Jabbas and uh, we were helping each other cheat in a dance contest and, and and that was just so much fun you you beat the Bros of Anarchy or the Bros of Discord yeah. or something like that um, Sarah that Lee one. did you have a favorite moment in the campaign. Uh, the god i think it was like episode four where it was the tapioca episode i don't know why oh that's still to my day is like are you gonna finish the, your tapioca yeah the cutaway to the guy almost like um oh gosh what's the movie the monty python you've done but just forever in my life, I just always think for the last four years of that whole scene and then the cutaway to the guy who's like in a dungeon, just like in Monty Python. And he's just like clapping. <laughs> People don't remember that scene. That was like our first kind of like torturous scene. Like Kevin, I believe uh, Kevin had his tail removed. Like he was being tortured by the by Chad Privilegington III, uh, who who uh, Lothario ended up saving way later in the campaign from, uh, from his Hellraiser torture. And, um, you know, uh, I guess uh, caused a Christmas carol in the last <laughs> this episode today. 
But uh, yeah, I, I remembered we all we were still in the studio at that time pre-COVID, and we all burst out laughing when, you know, uh, Kevin's not reacting to the torture, but like you know, God have you happy, oh God! It was really punctuated the heaviness of the scene very well. Uh, uh, Sal, do you have any uh, favorite scene? Um, the scene where I no longer had to be responsible for kids. On the very last epilogue <laughs> episode, um, okay, I had a blast setting up the first like flame festival, just coming up more like us mm. like continuously yes anding, and somehow making genuine like a repeated callback tag, no matter how tiresome it got to maybe uh, it got it, tiresome. yeah yeah <laughs> to me. Um, I love the uh, taking on uh, or dealing with the giants, uh, just because I love uh, seeing Damien's like fandom uh, appear and those impressions. Um, hooking up after arm wrestling with a giant ogre lady. <laughs> I mean, there's there's so many memories that are kind of a blur because I think I was intoxicated most of those uh, moments in story, not in real life. And I just had a blast doing this. I can't think of one exact one. Uh, I thought it was cool as heck when I was actually <laughs> in real life sick that Bijan took over the character, heard the name, and was like, oh, naturally he's got an accent. It was really awesome listening to those episodes because I intentionally did it just to not, and I was like, yes, yes, yes. Um, so yeah, well, like everything. Clearly all... Latin. I guess I could just roll with it. Yeah. Glad you like, create a character like Wong Lee. That would have been a, a very <laughs> offensive oh, accent. <laughs> well, you're giving me ideas for my next character. Yeah. I'm um, gonna be a fecal mancer named Wong Lee. <laughs> oh, God. Ooh, another moment I liked is when we yes ended uh, that Osmodius looked like Will I Am Defoe. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was the moment I was going to use because there was a whole like uh, a scene where um, like Kevin uh, D- Dave sh- says, "I'd like to challenge you for your golden fiddle," and Osmodius goes, "Actually, that, that's that's another guy. I I don't do the golden. I do, do you play guitar?" Yeah, I do. Like, I do. You have a prog rock off <laughs> on guitar. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, the devil went to Seattle. He was looking for a prog rock band to see. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was that was my favorite scene, probably hands down. And there and there's been a ton. Uh, you guys uh, like that? That's kind of been the the value proposition to doing this podcast with you guys is that I pick some of the funniest motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. And uh, just every every Sunday, no matter how shitty uh, of a day I was having, a week I was having, no matter how stressed out I was, like, oh, no, I got to get this episode. Uh, just you guys just, uh, uh, like, took my stress off for the week and, and just, just made every week better. And I can't thank you enough. And, Dave, I'm not forgetting you. When is your – what's your scene? Uh, there were a lot of good ones. Like, all those you mentioned were great. The Flame Festival was so much fun when Kevin rolled some Nat 20s to kill it on the drums. Mm-hmm. Or the, we fought, like, a giant panda mech, I think, at one point. You did? Or the airships. But I... Oh, and also, I love when we left Sarah Lee. Just, like, left her behind and forgot about her for, like, a few times. You, Face down in the sewer. You kept winning <laughs> Webbies for other competing podcasts, which never gave us any promotional help. To <laughs> despite the past I overlap. had no control over yeah. that. I know, I know. There was only one person who could have done it. We're not... People could read between the lines on that. <laughs> I think, I think my favorite moment, though, was the... Uh, when we went shopping the first time and I opened the Tome of Cats 
That was early on, and that oh, one yeah. was when I was like, mm. "Oh, we can go way off script here. This is so much fun." <laughs> you ruined some. Damien has no backbone to stop me. Let's go. <laughs> it's against the rules. I'm supposed to stop him. Thank no, goodness. let him. Let him go, Damien. They know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the first time we did that, Damien was just so in shock that he was like, "This will be a one-time thing. They won't keep doing this. This will be fine." <laughs> yeah, I thought. I, let's go shopping again. Um, I, I and I'd also I forgot in that Flame Festival episode how Gertrude um, was like saw like the 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 uh, Chad Chad the the privileging ten guards look like Polly Senior and Junior from. From Orange County Choppers, and Gertrude's like, "Oh, oh yeah, that one with the mustache." <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh my gosh! Somebody, we just had a comment from Burlomatic who said he loved the Honey Heist. I'm assuming it's a he. Yes, they love Honey Heist. Uh, yeah, that, actually, the honey that is actually Joe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe not always on the episode, but you might consider the heart, the spiritual heart, and one part of the brain, maybe like the. Uh, like the math section of the brain for the show, so also the disciplinarian of the show. He invented crickets. Are you saying? Yeah, wait, are you oh, saying yeah. Burlomatic is Joe? Yeah, is Joe? Yeah, Burlomatic is Joe in the thread. And, oh, and everybody should know, like Joe. These comments, no. I, no, never mind. Take it back. I'm the super cool dad who lets you guys get away with everything. Joe's the Joe's the angry mom who has to lay down the law. <laughs> but Joe, tell the tell the people the uh, some of the adventures that Joe has DM'd for us because they've been amazing too. Honey heist. That he mentions is one of them, but also the the Hellfraser. The Hellfraser. We, so we still have people begging us, bring back Hellfraser. What the fuck? Why is there not more Hellfraser? Why isn't this yeah. the entire Hellfraser podcast? Um, he brought up the crickets too. The uh, the he invented the crickets. Like, Cthulhu. Yeah. He invented the crickets. And that that mm-hmm. first that that first Halloween adventure. Um, uh, I had people telling me that that was the best like uh, episode they'd heard of because uh, like just because the soundscape. I put a lot of effort into like layering the sound mm-hmm. because you know. We we weren't do we were recording in a different way, and um, yeah, Joe. That's all. That's all Joe's baby. And uh, thank you, Joe, for for all the hard work you put in. Caleb's not here either. Uh, Caleb, you're a super busy dude, and it's it's you're also a legend in the tabletop gaming industry. And we're so grateful for every fucking second we had on you in the, with this adventure, man. Um, C- Caleb uh, doesn't have as much time with us moving forward for every adventure, but he's going to jump in when he can and help us out when he can moving forward. So. Uh, give Caleb Cleveland some love. Caleb is drawing. At Caleb is drawing. Right now? Yes. Oh, I thought you meant he actually. <laughs> yeah, drop into his DMs. You up? Like right now, everybody. <laughs> uh, and I have been your dungeon master, Damian Mercado. Um, uh, thank you very much for joining us uh, on this adventure. Um, as we said, we're, we're going to cry. At least I personally want to cry if I keep. Uh, um, uh, and that's not because I'm holding it. I have to go to the bathroom and I'm holding it. Uh, I have loved every second of this. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, Join us on our second campaign. We will be back next week live again, uh, all together in a studio in one form or another as we work out the kinks moving forward. Uh, So bear with us if there are any growing pains on the next two episodes. But we we will be there. um, Hopefully that's fucking time for once. Uh, And uh, we have a check out our Patreon. Uh, check us out at Awful D&D and also all your social medias. And thank you very much. Later, nerds. Later, Bye, nerds. everybody. Bye. Mm, let's go to oatmeal. Uh, hello, everybody. It's me, Bertrand Sandville. I have a couple of shout-outs for some very important people here in Sostic Aria that have made this happen, and not just for the 1%, but for everybody. I would like to thank Cameron, Taradia, and Jordan. Three humble heroes 
who nursed Hudson Hawk back to health and made a new flag for Sostagaria in which depicts a very proud Hudson Hawk in a very spiffy cowboy hat. Next, I would like to thank Alexa, AJ Kurosaki, and Hector Angulo, three top Secret Service agents who have worked tirelessly around the clock to protect President Gonk Holskin as he goofs his way around Sostagaria and, of course, brings him the occasional late-night peanut butter and jellyfish sandwich. Next, I would like to thank Dwayne Donovan, Natasha Egrain, and Quezon Escobello, three of Gertrude's lesser-known spouses. While we didn't have time to address them on the Gary Winter Show, just know that they did take up a sizable portion of Gertrude's shriveled heart. As a former Gertrude X myself, you were the best of us, and those of us who are not you three aspire to get Gertrude's attention on your level every day. Know that every day, really, every day. Next, I would like to thank Torso Full of Bees, Chris Waltrip, Rick Turpin, and of course, Lady Power. Four young paladins who trade under the famous paladin Kevin, and eventually won the Duke's Court of Valley Paladin Martial Arts Tournament. Their technique, which include sweeping the leg, but with the hammer, has truly changed paladin combat to this day. Thank you for your hard work saving Sostagaria. And those have been our shoutouts. If you would like to be shouted out one day, please visit our Patreon. Remember, only you can affect Sostagaria for the better, and of course, uh, perhaps Stony Organ or any other campaign settings that uh, we find ourselves in. 